Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ensign's Log. I am Ensign Splunk. And I am Ensign Johnson. And it's Stardate 42487.3. And uh, what's happened? Um, let's get everybody caught up. What, what's happened? Um, well, there was a holodeck incident. Again. Well, yeah, again. Except this time it wasn't, you know, getting killed in the holodeck. Um, Lieutenant, Lieutenant LaForge accidentally created sentient life in it. Yeah, and c can I just pause and ask why is that even possible? I, d I don't know. He said... Shouldn't create... there be like some kind of safeguard where it's like the computer just stops short of doing that? Mm, I, um, no, and I've been asked to and... see how it happened. But in the meantime, I get to babysit this deactivated program, um, Moriarty. And, yeah, uh, which is apparently like a villain from 19th century literature who is like a super evil guy. Anyway, he's not a bad guy. He's he's an okay guy. He's I, he's fine, but I have to check he, in and make sure that he's not that he can't activate himself somehow. So that's been added to my responsibilities. And how, wait a minute. How how is he an okay guy? He took over the ship. Because he from was trapped holodeck. inside the holodeck. He was trying to figure out his environment. But he was he, he almost killed everybody like almost he, but so has other members of the crew almost killed everybody through whatever right i don't know i mean it seems like like he was he was created as a holodeck program based on an evil character from a book or something right and he did something pretty evil uh -huh. and but you're saying he's actually a not a bad dude how would you like it if you were how would you like it if everyone treated you like you weren't a living thing He's not a living thing. He he's is a, a holodeck thing. program. He's a consciousness. We have to recognize that. This is going to go back to Starfleet Command. They're going to have to render a decision. We've put him, we've deactivated him until we can figure out a way to make holodeck material leave the holodeck. At which case, we may as well die, because then we can just create Starfleet officers ad infinitum that can cruise spaceships and do whatever. Well, that's you think they're eventually going to get to a point where they're creating like holograms that are just going to be able to run the ship by themselves? Sure, wouldn't you? Why, but why would why would Starfleet officers do that? We would be we we would be putting ourselves out of jobs. We'd have to find something else to do. Well, but it'd be safer. Yeah, but it wouldn't be as much. And uh, the other thing is, it wouldn't be nearly as much fun. Well, no, maybe we can just tag along and they'll take care of us like babies. Will they do everything we say? I don't know. Maybe. I, I mean, mean they, they're sentient. They have free will. Like, I don't want to be. I don't want to get bossed around by a bunch of holograms. Why? why wait, you get bossed around by regular people right now. What's the but difference? they're regular people. Well, they're regular people. They're not some hologram that you know is saved on a on a computer drive somewhere. I didn't realize that bigotry can be born this quickly. Well, let me. It's let not me bigotry. You've in you've been introduced to the concept that we can create sentient holographic life. And immediately, you don't want to be bossed around by them. Sentient holographic life that, speaking of immediately, immediately took over the ship and tried to kill everybody. That's just one instance, and you, besides, it's completely understandable. He oh, wanted, you, boy, you, he you wanted know, out. You, if you were trapped in a bottle like he, like he, well, I guess he still is. If you're trapped in a bottle like he is and you can't leave the holodeck and everyone's telling you you're not alive, how would you feel? Okay, first of all, you say trapped in the holodeck, the yeah. holodeck that just so happens to be the magic room where anything can happen and you can create any environment you want. 
Yeah. Like, I, that doesn't sound too trapped to me, especially if you are already a hologram going in. Look, I petitioned the captain and I told him, listen, why don't we just close down that holodeck and allow him to have it and have access to our data files so that he can go and explore the universe inside the holodeck? And he didn't get back to me. Well, I mean... That actually doesn't sound like that unreasonable of a request because I don't even know how many holodecks. It seems very humanitarian, doesn't it? Well, I mean, and there's so many holodecks on this ship. Yeah, exactly. We can; Those can be his quarters. They don't take up much more room than, you know, maybe a couple of quarters. And we can, you know, then transfer him to a holodeck on some star, you know, on I was just going to say, yeah, isn't, isn't there some star base somewhere that has a holodeck that, like, nobody even uses? We can just sure. put him there. Yeah, exactly. But or just or just build him a holodeck all for his own because hey, newsflash, everything's free anyway. Just build him a holodeck somewhere and just let him go do his thing. Exactly, exactly. That's that's what I and, said. But nope, we got to keep just, him shut down. Just make sure the holodeck's not hooked up to any kind of ship that he can take over and try to kill people with. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's supposedly apparently super smart. Yeah. He's like yeah. Because of course. Smart. Because, of course, Jordy and Data have to play the program with the incredibly smart evil guy. Uh, they were doing this uh, Sherlock Holmes kind of thing where they dress up. The doctor was trapped in there with them for a, little, for yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the captain came down and basically convinced him to turn himself off. You know. Interesting. You know, our, our old captain was pretty good at, at, at talking computers into killing themselves, too. Yeah, but he didn't kill himself. He just allowed well, no, the captain but he, but to he shut talked, the program He, he down, defeated right? him. He defeated him with the power of his, you know, rhetoric or whatever. Or he beat him up. He would beat yeah, him up first true. a little. And then do would, you we what what how how are you how are you how are you feeling about the new doctor? I know we talked about this before, but how do you feel about the new doctor? She's a little cranky. She's like a cranky yeah. aunt. I mean, she's our age, so I mean, it's nice yeah, to have someone I, our and age that's on the yeah. show. It's nice to have someone closer to our age, but I don't know. I kind of, you know, I miss Beverly. Did you stop trying to message her like you were asked to? I I did stop messaging her, yes. yeah. All forms of communication? Mm-hmm. You, you're sure about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You haven't been doing this weird thing where you've started writing letters and you've been putting them onto outboard outboard transport. Or, well, I mean, it you know, wouldn't matter if I had or not because Worf is, you know, searching all of the outgoing transports to make sure that my letters don't get off the ship. So it doesn't even matter. Yeah. You know, okay. I just wanted to make sure because we met up with that other ship, King, and. Uh, Someone said that you were trying to find anybody from that other ship that would be willing to uh, take these letters back to Earth. Um, that wasn't. Who, that was just a mistake, right? That was. That was. That's just. That, that's a really. That's an ugly rumor. And also, if, if I did do something like that, which I'm not saying I did, that would just be out of concern for Beverly because you know she left the ship so abruptly. And also, you know, Wesley. You know, Wesley misses his mom and wants to make sure. sure she's okay. And he has ways of and communicating with her. See, that's what he says. But I just, you know, I, I want to make sure, you know, as in my role as his as his mentor, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. So. Okay. Yeah. Great. He need, that's what he needs. He needs another another officer hand-holding the little baby. Uh, but see, uh, but I don't hand-hold him. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a man out of him. 
Okay, great. I can't. Boy, that's, that's why every that's why every time I see him, I like sock him in the arm. I'm like, hey, Wes, boom, I sock him in the arm. What and does I mean, Deanna like hard, say like really about really hard. this relationship that you're having with Crusher, with with Crusher, with Wesley? I don't know. I don't talk to her. You stop seeing the counselor? Well, I mean, I still go, but I just kind of sit there. And what happens? Well, she asks questions, and I just—I've gotten pretty good at. You know, she'll ask me something. I—I'm I, pretty good at as, at answering a question in a way that doesn't allow for more conversation. Like, here, let's try it. Like, you pretend to be Counselor Troy. Okay. And you, you ask me a question. I'll show you what I do. I'll let you. And and you can use this next time. You have to go see her. Okay. I don't keep things from her, but okay. Well, okay. Um, so tell me, how are you feeling today? <sighs> well. Seriously. Seriously. That's it works. Considering the last couple of years that you've had, that's all you're giving the counselor. I mean, come on, man. You told me that you had a whole ex-girlfriend that never existed and your relationship never existed. I that, believe yeah. you. I would think that would be relatively traumatic. Well, it it, it it was, but I found a way to deal with it. You know how I deal with it? How do you deal with it? I write about it in my diary. Oh, okay. You've t- you've started uh, writing a diary now that you have exactly your own quarters? A, a, a special a, a special private diary that is separate from my professional duty logs. Mm-hmm. That's just a private, you know, personal log, just for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's not. Let's not. Let's. Let's. Okay. All right. Hey, where's? Uh, I, I know. I, I ask this a lot, but like, is Dana going to be here for this? Yeah, Dana. Dana's coming. She, you know, she Why has do- responsibilities. She just can't be Why? here. Why? Why no? But. Hat. Well, I know, and I, I know there's been times when I've been, you know, when I've been late too, but it seems like she's, you know, whenever it's the two of us here, like she's always, you know, running a little bit behind. I'm just wondering if, if you know if there's anything in particular, you know, up with that. No, she's just running behind. You you show up late to podcasts all the time. I know, but like she hasn't said anything to you? About what? About why she might not, you know, why she might feel weird about being here. Why would she feel weird about being here? We're all friends. Are we? What? Wait. What is that supposed to mean? Do you? Think I mean, that maybe. She- I mean. I mean, maybe some of us feel like more than friends. Who? I. I told you that time with me and Dana didn't happen. No, I'm not. And we don't feel that way about each other. I'm not talking about you. I'm saying. I'm saying. What if she has like a crush I'm on a me? I'm a married man. How can you I continue know. to forget I'm not, that? What? I'm saying maybe she has a crush on me. Because yeah, you're, you're right. You're. What do you? What is funny about that? Wait. Why are you laughing? Wait, don't say it again, or I'll start. <laughs> I'm just saying you. Like you said, you are a married man. You're. You know. Maybe she has like feelings. She she has romantic feelings for me. It's no. completely it's it's completely understandable. Okay, you know that she's dating um, Lieutenant Lipton, right? Oh yeah, but come on. Come on, what? Have you seen him? Yeah, that's that's my point exactly. Have you seen him? Yeah, he's three inches taller than you. He's gorgeous, and this is I'm saying this as as a as a, a straight man. Yeah, he is he. I don't know what he's doing. I need to find out what his exercise regime is, regimen, whatever you say that, that, that word is. But, I mean, he literally makes other men gasp when he walks into the room. I don't gasp when he walks into a room. Of course not. Of course you don't. 
why would I? Because I have, because I know, I because mean, I, because you know, you're usually it's because you know I'm already there and I've already taken aside from his breath away. You know? He's also funny, caring, and he listens and he makes her feel good. You think he's funny? Sure. Yeah. You haven't heard any of his his molds or spore jokes. The fact that you even said that is boggling my mind like there that there is even such a thing as a mold or spore joke well, of course there are there's jokes about everything in the universe he has a lot about molds and spores and funguses it's his speciality it's what he loves yeah and i'm sure it just kills whatever the, oh i hope i hope he tells some mold jokes are you saying that dana has been avoiding you yeah i think she has been avoiding me because she's afraid that you know she has feelings for me uh-huh. and that you know maybe she she doesn't want it to make things awkward for us you know maybe she's afraid that you know if she, if i found out that i would be weird to her that i wouldn't reciprocate or whatever you know when steve yeah are you saying that you would reciprocate if you found out that she had a crush on you I don't. I haven't really given it a lot of thought. I mean, I, You've I feel like you've apparently given this a lot of thought. You were like, "Huh, she doesn't seem to be around as much. It couldn't possibly be because she's a busy Starfleet officer. It must be because she's in love with me." I've just seen what's been going on, and I have come to a reasonable conclusion as to why it might be happening. That's all. But look, I don't know if I would be the right person to have a relationship with right now because you know I've been through a lot. I mean, you you mentioned Lenore, by the way, yeah. that was her name, the girlfriend I forgot. Okay. Uh, and you know, then you know, I had feelings for Tasha, and 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 we lost her uh, not not all that long ago. And yeah, and no, you know, it turns out she liked me more. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I know, but I still kind of you know. I don't get I, to I, say I, it all that often, so. Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for saying it now when I'm going through my stuff, but you know, it's no fine. problem. Um, but you know, like if if Dana was maybe interested in something like purely physical, I mean, I might be up for that. I don't want to have you know, this conversation. Like a anymore. no strings attached, just like completely carnal. I don't want to talk about. I don't want. Did you know? Hey, did you know that I'm taking an engineering course? Are you? Yeah, with Chief O'Brien. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the transporter chief. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he going to teach you how to change the subject? No, we're taking it together. Oh. Oh, he's taking it. Yes. He doesn't he want to just to be a transporter chief for his entire career with Starfleet. I don't know why he'd want to do anything else. That's the best job on the ship. How is that the best job on the ship? All he has to do is just hang out in the tra- transporter room all day, and and when somebody comes in and says, beam me down to the planet, he just has to doop, boop, 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 and beam him down. Like, it's the easiest job. I would kill to have that job. If he actually transfers like to some other section of engineering and there's a spot open as a transporter chief I, I sign me up for that i'll take whatever learning annex classes i have to take to become a transporter chief that's like that's the best gig on the ship are you kidding me you would not cut it you don't yeah i i love you to death you couldn't be an engineer i'm not saying i'd be an engineer i'd be a transporter chief Okay, but you need to know engineering in order... It's not just using the panel. You have to know what's wrong with it and how to fix it. Yeah, but I could probably learn that. How how complicated could it be? Yeah. How does it work? How does it work? Yes. You you step on the little pad. No, that's what you do. And you say energize. How does it work? 
you you mean from the perspective of the operator of the transporter? Sure. Here, I'll ask yeah. you a really quick question. Okay. How does the Heisenberg-Rosenbridge compensator work? It compensates for the Heisenberg-Rosenbridge okay. by using quantum mechanics sure. to facilitate a bridging of the Heisen-Rosenbridge-Berg. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. How does quantum quantum positioning work when it comes to transporting people to another place? It sends your your quarks to the destination coordinates. Uh-huh. In the matter beam. Great. Okay, yeah. And then you're, you're reconstituted. Uh-huh. According to the replicator schematic. So I just want to I just want to make sure that I understand this. You think that being a transporter chief is easier than your current job which is push button and sometimes punch a guy. I'm saying that it's it's not easier in sense in the sense of the technical knowledge. Uh-huh. But in terms of getting to just hang out in a room all day until your shift is over. That is because let me ask you. Let me let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Here, this is this. This is it. This is my. This is this is my final argument. Okay. Okay. Rebut this if you can. All right. Go for it. Do you know who never has to respond when they call red alert and it's a security emergency? No. The transporter chief. And me. What is your job again? I'm basically the entertainment officer on board this right. ship. Right. Well, but how many of you? I mean, you've already got that job, right? So I'm but saying, if, if O'Brien gets transferred, I'm saying if O'Brien get, and also by the way, O'Brien, yeah, not even an officer. I know that. You so if he can do it, it, I can do it. I'm an, I'm a graduate of Starfleet Starfleet Academy. You think uh-huh. I, you think I can't run a transporter? Come no, on. I don't. I think you, you can run a transporter. I don't that, think you can fix a transporter. Well, if it gets broke so bad that I can't fix it, I'll just call O'Brien. Oh, I and get he it. has to do whatever I tell him because I'm an officer. This and is he's your not. weird officer elitism thing. He's like a chief warrant officer. Or something. he's enlisted. He he has to do whatever I tell him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I should. You know what? I could go boss him around right now. You 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 could. He can also complain to his superior officer. His superior officer. Yeah. Which would be me because I'm his because I'm an officer and no, I'm no, his no. superior, Once again, like every other officer on the ship. You've forgotten about how departments work, and you think that you can boss anybody who, who, around who, in any department just because. Who you're is an his answer. superior officer? Is it Jordy? Is Jordy in charge? It's, ultimately, it's it's Commander Riker, but well, but he's in charge of everybody. Yeah, but I mean, it would be Jordy. Yeah, well, I get along with Jordy. You do? Me and Jordy. No, I mean, we don't know each other all that well, but we you have a lot in common. haven't had a single conversation with Jordy that wasn't about his visor. Does that not count? He made, he made from scratch an old-timey old ship. You know, they uh, think it was the HMS Victory. From scratch, he tied all the rigging himself. He made it from scratch. I don't know where he gets the time when he goes on all these dates, but he did it as a gift to the ship that we met, to the captain of that okay. ship. Okay. 
Okay. So he's a dumb nerd. So what? We have other things in common. I mean, like, well, like first what? of all, just because just because you get invited to triple dates with him and yeah. I don't because he's afraid that I'll steal his date and from I him because I'm one of the, with him and the because I'm the one of the few people on the week. bridge who could. Yeah. You know, we have. I bet if I if I made a real effort to befriend Jordy, we would be like that. We would be buddies. I really wouldn't do that. You, why? What do you mean? Why not? Okay, so some of the bridge officers have asked me that you not be so aggressive in your attempts to engage them socially. I, okay. Okay. That's not, that's not, that's not how I would characterize it, but I mean, if that's how they feel. Well, of course you probably when wouldn't. You say some of the, when you say some of the bridge officers, like who do you mean? I mean all of the bridge officers. All of them? Yes. That inc- that's, that includes data. I barely even talk to data. I don't even you know. I don't even want to be friends with data. I don't know what data is even talking about. Yeah, I I think that data is thinking that you don't like him because he's an android. No, I don't like him because he's a know-it-all. Okay, same 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 difference. Um, but just if you can back off from them just a little bit. Oh, and this also uh, re- reminds me. Um, Worf has a problem with your attitude. I mean, I would back off Worf, too, because, I mean, I, I don't want to be friends with Worf, either. What do you mean he has a problem with my attitude? He what attitude? A, you have pretty much made it known to everybody on board the ship that you think that you can win and beat him in a fight. Yeah. Well, he knows that. He knows. Well, of course he knows I can beat him in a fight. Yeah. Everybody so. knows I can beat him in a fight. Um, he asked and got permission to challenge you to a fight in the holodeck. He wants to fight me in the holodeck? Yes. Like just the two of us? Yes. Like two go in, one comes out? Not to the death. He's a Starfleet officer. This isn't a Klingon thing, but he feels that the only way to settle this once and for all is to defeat you in combat. So he was, uh, Worf wants to fight me? Actually, yeah, he really, really wants to fight you. And he's not even, and he's not even man enough to challenge me to my face. Oh, he has to send my best friend in. He he discussed this with me. The challenge is coming. Don't don't worry about he that. He is going to challenge me. He yeah, is going to challenge me. He's going to challenge you directly. Okay. Okay. And then it's going to be you know, you and him, shirtless probably. And the okay. holodeck. I got okay. nothing. I got, I'm not ashamed of that. I, I I think I look terrific without a shirt on. Steve, just just apologize and not do this, please. Apologize for what? I haven't done anything. Apologize for boasting about how much you can beat up being a beat up Worf. Worf, Worf is listen. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You're, Let me hear this. I you're can't assuming. Wait. You're assuming. You're assuming that he's even actually going to go through with this, which I don't think he is. I think this is just a lot of Klingon bluster. You know how these Klingons are. They like to talk a big game and they never back anything up. What are you talking about? Klingons. They're just talk. They're a lot of big talk. I have never noticed Klingons saying, "I'm gonna, I'm going to do this," and then they don't follow through. If anything, Klingons are the kings of follow through. The, the, their biggest problem is that whenever they go to war, they announce their plans to their enemy and then they do it. I don't think I have anything to worry about. I don't think Worf is actually going to challenge me. 
Okie doke. Hey guys, hey guys, have you started the podcast? Hey Dana. Yeah, we did, but it's okay. Say hi to everybody, Dana. Hi everybody, Ensign Clifton here. Uh, They're working you hard. Jeez Louise. Yeah, what kept you? What what kept you from being on time this time? My my shift. Okay. Yeah. That's it? That's the only reason? She works for a living. I don't work for... We don't work for a living, but it's... Uh, the work we do is important. But yeah, I just... That was just where my shift was. And I, you know, I knew I knew we were going to be doing the podcast, and I knew I was going to be a little bit late, so I hurried to get over here. So, sorry okay. about that. Because you know, you, you know if there's ever... If there's any other reason why you might be late, I mean, like, you, you know you can talk to me about it. Ow, fuck. What, what, I'm sorry. What, what I'm sorry. Doing? I was just crossing my legs. I didn't mean to kick you. Oh. Sorry. I mean, well, like, I, mean, I but I wouldn't like if I if I was on uh, a date or something. I would. I, first yeah. of all, I would let you. Presumably, I would know about it in advance, so I'd let you know. So. Uh-huh. Um, well, and also, you know, I mean, if you ever needed an excuse to get out of a date, like you could, I'd be happy to help out with that too. I'm, right. You know. Yeah. Like if if you know if, if you know not not that the dates have been you know going badly or anything. You know, we've been having a good time. But, yeah, I know. Um, you guys are great. But you know, if you know, I've I seen you say, two oh, together. You know, well, I can't do that at that time because of the podcast. So. And besides or- which, I've seen you guys together. If lived and you wanted to go out, I mean, come on. It's not like you have to twist your arm to go out on a date with him. He's he's been happier. Let me just tell you this, okay? So I ran into him, and he is like a little kid, okay? you. I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it, because you have made him so happy. It's, it's you know, I thought, you know what? I thought me and Tina were stupid, you know, embarrassingly in love, but oh my God. He's, you practically have to tie a string to his ankle because he's he's just filled with love and he's bouncing up on the ceiling. It's great. So, Steve, that's that's not going to happen. It's well, it's not always you know people are always happy happen. when they get their first girlfriends. So you know. What are you talking about? I wouldn't know. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, but he's assuming well, that Lipton has never had a girlfriend. Yeah, so well, yeah, because he's like fungus guy. No offense. Well, I I prefer to think of him as as super hearts hot, smart, intelligent scientist guy. You no, know, I don't know if he's had a girlfriend before or not. I mean, it's never really occurred to either of us to talk about it, but... It is kind of tacky if you think about it when you start a relationship if you're talking about your exes. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you talk about your life and that's one part of your life. Sure, uh, sure. You know. Yeah, agreed. Steve? But I just, I, you know, it, it just hasn't come up yet, so... You know, okay. maybe he has... I mean, because he's, he's really, you know, he's... I, I, I could see I could see either way he's like... But yeah. at the same time, he really, you know, he he's always been really interested in his work. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he just, you know, hasn't, you know, maybe he just hasn't. He, you know what's kind of funny considering you, you would assume a guy that's that handsome, that tall, that muscular. You would think. And has a great personality. He does have a real shy streak when it, you know, because he had to build up courage just to ask you out. So maybe he has a bad one for him. Either. Either. It kind of makes you wonder what he was so embarrassed about, you know. What? It kind of makes you wonder what he was so embarrassed about that he didn't want to. He couldn't find, you know, screw up the courage to ask her out. Well, well, Steve, he just knew that um, I am so incredibly good looking and charming and intimidatingly uh, self sufficient that I'm sure that that he just wasn't sure that you know. I mean, he he couldn't be sure that I was straight for one thing, or or into guys at all, or even you know necessarily into humans. I mean, yeah, that's true. Some people Jason, have preferences. For a lot of things. Jason, do you know who you know who she sounded like just now? 
No. Talking about like you know how incredible she is and how good looking she is and all all like the just you know like that self confidence and you know, yeah, you, know yeah. who, you know who she reminded me of just now. You. Yeah, me exactly. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You noticed that? Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just I'm just saying I'm not I'm not saying anything I'm just saying anyway. So you, okay, you know. great. Great. Yeah, that that, that oh, incredible oh, self confidence can be just really you know uh, make somebody great. else nervous. You know if mm. they're interested in something. Sure. Okay. There's yeah, a calm. I, just a second. I gotta I gotta get him. Haskins to Ensign Johnson. Oh, uh, this is Johnson. Go ahead. Johnson, uh, Lieutenant Worf would like to meet you in Holodeck 3 now. In Holodeck 3? Yes. Okay. I'll be right there. You, just, just to confirm, you did say Holodeck 2, right? No, I said Holodeck 3. Holodeck three, gotcha. Yeah. All right, I'll be holodeck, right there. If you tell three. you tell Lieutenant Worf, I'll be right there. Holodeck three, definitely. Okay. Okay. All right. See All you right. soon. Bye. So I guess I should go. Yeah, I think you. I think your boss just called you into Holodeck three for some reason. Yep. Holodeck two. So holodeck three. I'll be three. there one, two, soon. Three. I, sh- like I need flash. to go. Like one two three. I would really hate for him to have to contact security to hunt you down in the ship to make sure that you show up to, you know, uh, where your boss has told you to be. Cool. Yep. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll just have to go there then. I'll to just have to go three. To that holodeck of that particular number. Yeah. And... Why did Haskins sound so happy on the comm? Did he sound happy? Uh, who knows? Yeah, just a little bit. It was like he was trying to suppress a laugh. I don't know. He's, you know, you know, the thing, you know what the thing about Haskins is? No, what? He's a jerk. What? Okay. He's a jerk. Okay. Well, uh, you can explain why later, but I mean, you better, you know, if you're. Yeah, you're, I gotta yeah. go. All right, I gotta go see what Worf wants in Holodeck One. I'll be holodeck back. Holodeck Three. If, holodeck Three. You know what? Holodeck just, Three. Just a second. I'll send a message to let them know that you said you're going to be arriving at Holodeck. Oh, good. Thank three. you. No problem. I'll 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 be on my way then. Oh, so you should be there just in a matter of just minutes. in a matter of uh, turbo lifts are so fast in this That's century. Right. You just yep. a little bit down the corridor. Yep. And then you know you can be there in two minutes probably. Yep, I'll let probably. Know that you're be if there I go in two straight minutes. there, I can. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, take, I'll go then. Do you want to take a spare uniform with you? Why would I need one of those? You know, just in case your current one gets a little messed up. I don't think that's going to happen. You sure? Every, uh, he probably just wants to, you know, um, I got to go. You know, talk about shift assignments. Yeah. Sh- that's it. Shift assignments. Maybe he wants to put, he makes, make, he wants to make me a shift leader. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And he has some kind of big shot, like Klingon ceremony in the holodeck. Yeah. Yeah. That, in, hol- in holodeck four. Where, okay. Where, yeah. Holodeck three. Yep. Holodeck, okay. Holodeck three. Holodeck yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. Holodeck 3. Okay. Holodeck 3. I'm on my way. Just let him know. Okay. I'll see you in med bay. All right. But what? No, I, I'll... Is he's he a it? dead man. What? Is yeah. he in trouble? What? Oh, yeah. Worf found out about what all the shit that he's been talking about. Him, Steve being able to beat him up. So Worf's challenging him <gasps> oh. to a fight. Oh, I thought he was going to get kicked off the ship or something. Maybe he had to start No, no, no. Worf is going to take care of this without having to, you know, punish him directly. Because technically, it's insubordination, kind of. Kind of. He really can't have. I mean, he's not really being insubordinate. Like he's not refusing Mm -hmm. to do his job. 
Yeah, but if I walked around this ship saying, oh, the captain's not so great, I could do a better job than the captain, and I said no, it no, to no, everybody. No, 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 but you said he was talking about he could beat Worf up. Yeah. He's, That's not Worf the same thing as not being able to do your job. Well, Worf is the chief of security. Well, still, but I don't know. But being the chief of security is about so much more than just, you know, brute fighting strength or, you know, even fighting skill. You know? Yeah. It's, it's a lot yeah. more... You know, planning and strategizing and, and making sure that things are secure, that kind of thing. There's a mm. lot that goes on. I don't, I. So, Steve thinks you're avoiding him not because you have baby living on you, oh, but God. because you're in love with him. Wait, what? Yeah. It's Steve. Well, I. Uh, he thinks you're avoiding uh, him because he thinks you have a crush on him. And he has told me that he's totally open. To a strictly physical relationship. With oh you. no! I no, know. No. I know. Well, oh god. No. Okay. Well, we'll have to. I'll have to. Um. That's not going to happen. But I mean, honestly. Oh. We're going to have to tell him at some point. Well. I just don't know when. I don't know how. I mean, yeah, that's kind of like, weird. Baby, you know, the thing with baby was just like so bad for him. It mm-hmm. just was like a really bad experience, and I don't know how to. I mean, I, I was going to say, you know, I'm, I don't know how I'll take it, but I know how I'll take it. And I don't want that to happen. And it's just really frustrating. Mm, sorry. It's okay. So you told me you got, you got a new one. Yeah. You got a new one. Yeah. There's, there's this nice, th- uh, it, she's sweet. Um, there's this nice little old lady. Um, she's, mm-hmm. she's a retiree. Uh, her name's mm-hmm. her name's Puga Gundwala, and so oh. she's just she's real sweet. And I'm really hoping that uh, we can figure out some way to, you know, sort of give these people the you know, not their old lives back, obviously, because they died. But mm-hmm. how in the hell did did Armis get a hold of Puga Gundwala? You know who that is? You just told me who that was. Oh! 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 oh. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I thought you meant, like, she was somebody famous. I didn't know that. She hasn't said anything about that to me. No, she's just, um, her, she had, like, she was on a ship that was mm-hmm. you know, taking her to, like, a, you know, someplace she was moving for retirement. Oh, okay. And it, it crashed there, and she was, no. for, for, well, temporarily the only survivor, but, and then, well. Baby. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Armis. Or Armis. Not baby. baby is a completely different, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I got it. Can I say Hi. Well, I guess if she wants to. I mean, hey, everybody, uh, Jason's cool. Uh, he, he understands about this, so, you know, Limtap, baby, you guys know that. And, well, there's also another one. Um, there is? Yeah. You got two? Yeah. Um, over here, down on my ankle, this one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, I can, I can feel the consciousness, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, so that one's a little unnerving. Okay. If that makes sense. What's its name? Uh, or something. What? Zzt or something? Zzt. Yeah, it's 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 not even that. It's it's more of a almost like like a well, it's like a buzzing sound and then a like a kind of a click-ish sound, but not okay. Quite it. I can like I can hear the sound in my mind. But okay. it's with, you know, the, you know, 
teeth well, and stuff. Well, you know what? I, more than likely, it's the the universal translator. It speaks the language and can't figure it out. That's what it is. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, obviously, obviously, it's not translating the. That I can tell that there's consciousness there, so it's it's got to be very frustrating well, for him, her, it, whatever the gender might be, or this being. So, mm-hmm. this is, this well, you know, I've I been working on communicate with. Yes. What? I've been working on a universal translator compensator. So that Steve can talk to Dolly, <gasps> who's over there. You didn't even notice Dolly's thing is over there, because I gotta attach the universal translator compensator to it, so that Steve gets, so that Steve can talk to her and she can talk to him. Well, that would be um, that would be really helpful. So, so maybe I can work something out for, and you know, you'd be able to understand one another. Yeah, yeah, because it's gotta be very isolating not being able to communicate. Like to be so to regain your consciousness and then you know not be able to do anything about it. Yeah, and you're swinging around on the end of somebody's leg. Yeah, yeah. So can I talk to Paga, the old lady, just to say hi and welcome aboard? Well, I I don't. I mean, I guess if she wants to talk to you, she can. Okay. Um. Hello. Um. Paga. Oh. Oh. Hello. Hi, welcome Hello. aboard. Hello. How are you? How are you doing? Oh, fine. Who is this? This is my friend Jason Pucka. Hi. What a nice young man. Yeah, one of the reasons why I'm taking an engineering course and trying to learn more about the transporters is maybe we could use the transporters to transport them into new bodies. But first. I gotta take the classes because I'm not no. completely up to date to all this technology. No, I don't like the sound of that. You don't want a new body, Pugger? I lo- I don't like those transporters. No, 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 no. You don't like transporters at all. Transporters are very bad. Take you all apart. They they actually don't. They use quantum oh, positioning to make you to be in two places at the same time. No. Briefly. No, they take you apart, I know. They, they, I can promise you, they don't actually take you apart. You get pulled all apart, and sometimes they don't put you together the right way again. I've, that, I've read about it, I saw the, I saw a subspace post about it. They take you apart. Well, don't worry. It's very dangerous. It'll be okay, Pugga. We're not, It'll we're be not okay. doing anything anytime soon, so don't That's worry. That's right. This is all far off in the uh, in the future. Okay. They told me when our ship was going down, they said you have to get in the transporter to be moved to safety. And I said, you go to hell. You're not getting me in one of those transporter things. I will go down with the ship and look at me now. I'm still alive and the rest of them are dead. Dead, yeah. dead. Yeah, you were... You were pretty smart there. With All them. I had to do was get consumed by some kind of evil creature and live inside of him for a few centuries. And now here I am. Yeah, that's 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 uh, great. Good job. Had, Good thinking you there, Pugga. You can't keep Pugga down. Yeah. And now you're living inside of another person's body. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm fine. Okay. Well, I don't need much. You don't? No, I'm fine. Pugga, do you understand zzzt? No, I don't trust him. Nobody understands zzzt. Oh, I really, I don't babe? like it. I like Pugga. Pugga, 
Pug is nice. Oh, you're a sweet boy, Pug baby. Pug never had a grandma. You're such a sweet boy. I won't let that You're the best grandma you. in the whole world. When we get out of this and we're in new bodies, I'll make you my famous lemon bregagarian chicken. It's okay, so good. Well, that be <laughs> so good. You can teach me the recipe. No, I'll just make it. If okay. I taught you the recipe, you would screw it up. Oh, no. Yeah, probably. It wouldn't be your fault, baby. Oh, but, 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 but Paga, if, and maybe if he made yeah. it with you, he could help you make it. No, no, no I'll make it. He couldn't, he couldn't no. give you the spices or anything? No, nobody touches the spices but me. Nobody gets in your kitchen, Paga. No, no they, won't, they won't do it right. They'll mess it up. Only I can do it. It won't taste right. I believe me. Every time my son would always say, Mama, let me help you. And every time I say yes, I take pity on him and say, Okay, you can help. It ruins it. It tastes like garbage. Nobody wants to eat that. That's why you have to let Paga make it herself. Okay. Sorry, Grandma. No, you fool, you sweet little child. You have nothing to be sorry about. Thank you, Grandma. You're so wonderful, as long as you don't touch my spices, okay? Okay. Okay, I will make it for you. One day. Stay away from the transporters. Oh, okay, I, I will, Paga. Okay, Thank you. No, I wasn't talking to you, I was talking to Baby, but you too. Oh, okay. Over, I heard you say you're going to take a class about the transporters. That's that's right. Don't do it. Oh, okay, Um, it's, it's a little too late, but... Uh, I'll definitely take, um, I'll, I'll, Just be I'll, careful when you do, Jason. No, yes. you, you can't be careful. It will kill you. Well, but if he's just reading a book about the transporters, I don't think that would kill him. That's how you get into trouble when you start to read the books. That's how they get you. Okay. I'm, you know what? I, that's yeah. great advice. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Of course it is. Okay. I know things. People think I don't know. They think, oh, she's just this sweet little old lady. But I know mm-hmm. things. I'm smart. I've been around. Oh, Paga oh, has some okay. great stories. We'll we'll have to share them with you another time, Jason. But Okay. It's great okay. meeting you, Paga. I will be back sometime again. Okay. Okay. And bye-bye. I, okay. Nice to meet you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that was fun. Oh, that's she's she's neat. She is, and we all. It's sometimes I don't know. I get a little self-conscious about just everybody being with me all the time. But so far, you know, you seem to be. It seems to be working out for you. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have you know sort of different perspectives, like all the time. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's it's uh, very centering, and just with with as much that I've been, you know, doing with the the cetaceans, you know, that you know, I I haven't had a whole lot of time off lately, and then of course mm. that you know, it, it it makes getting any just getting stuff done and you know taking care of social life and everything else. A bit of a yeah. challenge, and making sure that I have enough time to get some rest and take care of myself. It's just, it's just a lot. So, if you ever need a quiet place to crash, you know Tina's always busy, and you know me, I'm 
usually pretty busy, but we don't get back to our quarters until about third shift. Yeah. If you ever needed to like get away where people aren't don't know where you are and won't calm you, you can always come here and, and crash. Yeah, I'll, I will keep that in mind. I kind of, you know, I wouldn't want to just not be available if they needed me. So Sure, but sometimes it's nice to not be available. You know. I'm starting to appreciate that. I mean, I sort of, I, I know I, I, you know, sort of side-eye Steve about that, but, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't want to do that all the time, but right. at the same time, it's, it's nice to have, you know, not be trying to go every direction at once. Uh, hey, Jason? Oh, hey, Steve. What's hey, up? Man. Oh, are, you, are you, are you at Holodeck 3? Hey man, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm here. At, I'm at Holodeck. I'm at Holodeck uh, Three. Yeah, I've, I've uh-huh. yeah, Okay, just like, great. Just like you said, just go down the hall, you know, turbo. Hey, awesome. Um, how much do you? How yeah. Much do you What's up? Know, Are you getting your promotion? Yeah. How you, that's much what you, you thought. How much do you know about Klingon, uh, like weapons and stuff? What? Well, I know a lot about the Batleth because uh, Warf's been teaching me how to fight Wolf with one. The, is that the round one with the spiky things on the end? It's, it's not round. It's kind of a crescent shape, it's and it's got those spikes. Yeah. And, it's like yeah. it looks like a it's like an upside down pizza cutter. Uh, not really. Like one of the no. ones that you rock back and forth. You know? oh, oh, sure, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, that's no, a bad no. lift. It has to go the other way, though. Yeah. Well, anyway, he just the threw pointy parts. Oh. Yeah, um, he just threw one of them at me, and I'm okay. just kind of. So, I mean. Like, how bad is it if I don't pick it up? Um, pretty bad. Pretty okay. pretty bad. Well, is he going to kill me if I don't pick He's it up? He's not going to kill you. Okay, you need to... You need to... Okay, so listen listen very closely. You need uh, to say okay. what I'm going to say word for word, okay? And I'm saying this to... Worf. Okay, I'm You're saying gonna this You're going to say this to Worf. Word for Tach. word. Tach. Tach. Hey, Worf. Tach. Vat. Tivat. Now, he should have dropped his sword. He did? Holy shit. Oh, man, what did I say? You guys are going to fight fist to fist. That means skin to skin. So you guys are going to fight skin to skin instead of using the Batleth. What can I say that'll just make him not want to fight at all? Oh. Nothing. Oh. Really? Nothing? Nothing. Okay. If Steve refuses this fight, he's going to be a, he's he's going to be a coward in Worf's size. But, but and then of course he's. What if he yeah. said? What if he said he was wrong and he shouldn't have said that and he apologizes? Steve. Yeah, he's okay. He's yeah. Go ahead. You, uh, why don't you he's try like, apologizing he's waiting, he's to him? For me to do something. What, what, what? He's waiting for you to step up and fight. Okay. To get off the comms. Yeah. So why don't you why don't you do that? Oh. Okay. Get off the comm. Okay. Get off the com and either apologize him or, you know, you've said you could totally kick his ass. I could. I just don't want to embarrass him because a bunch of the other security officers are here, so. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, even people that weren't invited showed up. Oh, well, that's that's uh, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Um, I think you have no choice but to fight him. Yeah. At this I mean, point. it's like pretty much everybody who's not on duty right now, and I think it's, a couple it's, of them are. Like, you, you, are, you're, you should be at work. It's time for you to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Okay. Steve, you... Okay. You, you can do it. Okay. You, I'm gonna you, yeah, you can totally do it. That's... Okay, I'm gonna go... Um, I believe in you, buddy. All right. Me too. I'll, okay. I'll see you later then. So yep. I'm gonna get off the comm and go see about Worf then. You got this. Okay. okay. Yep. You got it. Okay. I'm going then. Okay, so, bye. Bye. I love you. 
The Ensign's Log is a Lemmy Listen podcast production, featuring Steve Shives, Dana Cole, and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Music, Secret of Tiki Island, composed and performed by Kevin MacLeod. Find all of Kevin's music at incompetech.com. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at lemmylistenpodcast.com. And if you like what we do, you can support us on Patreon at patreon slash lemmylisten. And thanks for listening.